Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. WWWTFM Anassis, WTLPFM Braddock Heights, Frederick. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Here's Ken Berger. Thank you, Ian. A couple of incidents from before have all cleared, including the accident northbound 95. Uh, just south of U.S. on Woodbridge, that crash all gone. All lanes now open in Virginia, up and down the 95 corridor between Springfield and Fredericksburg. No lingering delays. That pothole patching work currently over. This is on the outer loop between Georgia Avenue and Connecticut, and Connecticut Avenue. All lanes are now open and not seeing any delays as you make your way around the Beltway, whether in Maryland or in Virginia. All lanes are clear. No Troubles in Virginia up and down the 395 corridor between Springfield and the Pentagon and 66 running in the clear heading all the way to the west out to the 81 interchange. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. The forecast, 7 News First Alert, meteorologist Mark Pena. Showers coming to an end over the next few hours for sure by around the midnight time frame. After that, turning partly cloudy. Temperatures will fall to the mid to upper 30s tonight. And for your Monday, partly to mostly sunny skies. Temperatures staying in the 40s. And we'll have a blustery northwest wind coming in 10 to 20 miles an hour, gusting to about 30, making those 40s feel like the 30s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena and the First Alert Weather Center. It is 47 degrees in Springfield. Laurel with 41. It is 41 downtown of Farragut Square. And it is 40 degrees in Friendship Heights. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Hello there. I'm Ian Crawford. Coming up. AFC Championship game over. This just proves who's the real MVP of the league. I'm Heather Gustafson. A man barricades himself inside someone's house in Laurel early Sunday after stealing a pickup. A deadly drone strike kills three U.S. service members. It injures nearly three dozen more at a remote base in Jordan. Alexandria City Council members explain why their city deserves a new arena. I'm Grace Newton. An alert for health care providers after a rise in measles cases. I'm Liz Anderson. 12 midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Matt Piper. This one was a close game on Fox. Loose ball, loose, loose. Kittle's going to pick it up, and that'll be that. Kittle stays down to absorb the moment. The 49ers came from behind to eke out a 34-31 win over the Detroit Lions to head to the Super Bowl. Kansas City Chiefs head coach Andy Reid and his team are also headed to the big game for the fourth time in five years. The guys uh, never doubted. Uh, they just, you know, they put themselves in a position where you had a chance, and they, they, you know, they took care of that. Reed was on CBS. The Super Bowl also airs on CBS and Paramount Plus on February 11th. President Biden says the U.S. will respond after three American troops died in a drone attack on a base in Jordan. Dozens more were injured. Mr. Biden calling it despicable and unjust. CBS News Pentagon correspondent David Martin says the base is a key outpost for the region. The outpost, known as Tower 22, provides support to U.S. Special Operations Forces operating inside Syria, where they are under constant threat of attack. But until now, Tower 22 had not been attacked. Iran says it is not behind the strike. 60 Minutes takes a look at a U.S. prison system in crisis that includes an understaffed workforce and a pattern of abuse in women's prisons. 
Correspondent Cecilia Vega has the story. The Bureau of Prisons is so inadequately staffed, it is struggling to fulfill its mission, rehabilitating inmates and keeping its prisons safe. Government watchdogs have documented disrepair in all of its institutions, requiring more than $2 billion in fixes. And employees rank the Bureau of Prisons the worst place to work in the federal government. U.S. Marshals have tracked down a teenage murder suspect who escaped outside a Philadelphia hospital last week. The 17-year-old was on the run for five days. He was charged with a homicide when he was just 14 years old, but maintains his innocence. A Virginia lawmaker wants to block cell phones in classrooms. WTOP reporter Nick Ionelli has more. Scrolling through social media during class. It distracts them from learning. Well, that's why Republican State Senator Bill Stanley says he's pushing for a bill that would explicitly tell local school boards across Virginia that they have the power to ban phones during regular school hours. Why don't we as a state say... You are permitted to adopt a policy which can ban that phone. It has bipartisan support. Democratic State Senator Skylar Van Valkenburg. I would say really in the last year or two, the problem has truly accelerated. The bill passed in the Senate 36 to 3 and will now be considered by the House of Delegates. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. It's 12.03, Monday, January 29th, 2024. The high today, 47. Morning, I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. The Kansas City Chiefs took home the AFC Championship Sunday for the fourth time in five years, beating the Baltimore Ravens for the title. Much to the disappointment of fans in Baltimore. Let's go, Ravens! Let's go! Baltimore Ravens fans were out in droves, optimistic about their team that was picked to win but eventually lost by seven. Even with just six minutes on the clock, fans were still holding out hope. It's still anybody's game. They thought it would be a home team advantage, but at least they won in the number of people wearing purple. I saw one red jersey over there. They were a little stuffed, and then walked away. One person wearing red and not disappointed by the final score, Taylor Swift. My wife is a huge Taylor Swift fan. That's the only reason she can get any bit excited about football. I can't wait to see her. I can't wait. I'm going to get a hug if I can. If she's there, that's great. Yeah, I'm not over it. I'm just like, yeah, she's here. She's supporting her boyfriend. That's being a good girlfriend. Heather Gustafson, WTOP News. A barricade situation ended peacefully in Laurel early Sunday morning. Laurel police got a call from from a stolen pickup, about a stolen pickup truck, just before one o'clock. Officers located the truck shortly afterward and saw a man walking away. When they ordered him to stop, he ran into a nearby home. The people living inside that home were quickly evacuated. The suspect, 40-year-old Jason Nathaniel Marks of Laurel, refused to talk to crisis negotiators for several hours. Finally, negotiators talked Marks into surrendering. He was already wanted on four open arrest warrants. Marks now faces several more charges, including motor vehicle theft and possession of a controlled substance. Alexandria City Council members got an earful yesterday during a town hall meeting on the potential new home for the Caps and Wizards. On topic, on one topic that got a lot of attention is how the move could negatively impact the district. 
And I don't think D.C.'s best days are behind it, just like I know Alexandria's best days are ahead of it. Councilmember Kirk McPike says he believes the potential benefits of moving the Caps and Wizards to Alexandria outweigh the impacts it would have on the D.C. region. Vice Mayor Amy Jackson. When you bring this arena here, you're bringing the teams here, you're bringing small businesses here, you're bringing more residents here that want to be close to that entertainment district. This is an economic win on so many levels. Councilmember John Chapman says Alexandria deserves this opportunity over the district. They get millions more dollars in tourism than we do. Do they do they say, hey, come over to Alexandria after you've stopped over in D.C.? No, they don't. We fight for ourselves. Grace Newton, WTOP News. Measles cases have been on the upswing over the past couple of months. So much so that the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is alerting healthcare workers to keep an eye out for new infections. Between December 1st and January 23rd, the CDC learned of 23 confirmed measles cases in the United States. Locations include Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, and the Washington, D.C. area, according to ABC News. The measles rash usually shows up days after symptoms of high fever, cough, or red watery eyes. The CDC also says most U.S. cases happen after unvaccinated or partially vaccinated Americans travel out of the country and then bring the infection back with them. Most of these recent infections were among kids and adolescents without the measles vaccine. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. Getting caught on video violating bus lane rules will now set you back some cash in D.C. Starting today, phase two of a bus camera program goes into effect in the district. It's the next step in DDOT's automated enforcement, and now bus lanes are the target. Cameras mounted on Metro buses will be automated to take pictures of any vehicles illegally operating, parking, or just standing in bus lanes. Any drivers caught on camera will receive a $100 fine by mail. Phase 1 remains in effect, which also covers bus zones. Cars caught within a certain distance near a bus stop. It's all part of the Clear Lanes Project, which aims to improve bus travel times and enhance bus stop safety. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather. Who's committing financial infidelity? A new survey finds a lot of people. As it turns out, I'm Mark Hamrick with more in my report just ahead. It's 12.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Steffi. Those earlier accidents from uh, last hour have cleared. That was on northbound 95 on the uh, just south of US-1 and Woodbridge. That crash all gone. Not seeing any lanes closed for any reason now, either side of 95 between Springfield and Fredericksburg. 395 in the clear in either direction between Springfield and the Pentagon. No troubles on 66 from the Roosevelt Bridge heading out to the Beltway. And once you cross the Beltway on 66, it's clear sailing both sides between the Beltway and the Route 81 interchange out in Winchester. On the Capitol Beltway in Maryland, you have the work zone going on between Georgia Avenue and Connecticut Avenue. Looks like that has been cleared, not seeing any delays now and no reports of ongoing road work. This is pothole patching operations right at the Rock Creek overpass. Looks like that's all gone and things are running fine now on the Beltway, indeed, both in Maryland and in Virginia. However, we do have some reports of some traffic-led trouble in Prince George's County, including uh, all along Pennsylvania Avenue at intersections between Silver Hill 
Road and Regency Parkway. Also, traffic lights not working at the interchange, Red John Hansen Lane at Brinkley Road in Prince George's County. Piscataway Road at Brandywine Road, traffic lights are on flash. Also, Central Avenue and Campus Hills Drive, traffic lights on flash. Go electric to Fitzway, looking for an electric car. Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert, meteorologist Mark Pena. Rain is over with, but the road's still a little wet out there, so make sure that you're driving to conditions. Temperatures, not bad either. Mid to upper 30s as you're heading outside. Uh, pack your coats today. It's going to be a bit of a blustery day. Temperatures warm into the mid to upper 40s, but with northwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour, those 40s will feel more like the 30s with a bit of a wind chill. Tonight's mostly cloudy skies. Temperatures dipping back into the mid 30s. And for your Tuesday, similar to today, partly cloudy skies, temperatures in the mid 40s, but not as windy. I'm 7 News Meet Officer Mark Pena. And the First Alert Weather Center. 41 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Mark Hamrick. Cheating on a spouse financially. I'm Mark Hamrick with a Bankrate.com Personal Finance Minute. Our new survey finds that more than two in five American adults who are married in a civil partnership or living with a partner have kept or are keeping a financial secret from their significant other. These secrets include overspending, undisclosed debt, hidden savings accounts, hidden credit cards, or checking accounts. Younger generations are most likely to commit financial infidelity. We'd stress the importance of open communication about finances for success in our relationships. Interestingly, 28% of respondents believe that keeping financial secrets is equally as bad as physical infidelity, and some consider it worse. To prevent such issues from arising, we would suggest setting up regular money dates for discussion of upcoming bills and future goals. To maintain trust and to avoid financial infidelity, it's crucial to have honest communications about finances and set shared goals. I'm Mark Hamrick. Coming up on WTOP, more seniors are rolling into good health. 1211. A gentle breeze blows across your face as you take a refreshing sip of water, appreciating the stillness of another morning fishing on the lake. The distant gurgle of a stream reminds you of days spent playing in the creek, the cool, clear water rushing between your toes. You love this time with nature. The feeling of putting everything on hold to connect with the world around you. Now, imagine it's all gone. No fish, no lake, no water. One of life's most vital resources, irreplaceably depleted. Time is running out to protect fresh water. And without our love, it can and will disappear. It's our choice. Love it or lose it. Help protect our fresh water. Visit World Wildlife Fund at wwf.org slash love. 
Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. When we were growing up, my two brothers and I just loved our Uncle Ted. He was like a really cool big brother who always brought around the best toys and took us to the best places and with whom we always had the most fun. It was odd, though, when we got older to realize he wasn't nearly as outgoing and adventurous with other adults. I found out much later that this might have had something to do with the ostomy bag he wore ever since he was diagnosed with Crohn's disease as a teenager and had part of his lower intestine removed. Theodore Skolnick, my Uncle Ted, died last year at the age of 80, never having once mentioned his illness to me or my brothers. He left a large bequest to the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation to help fund better treatments for these diseases and also to help other people, old and young, seek and get help for the situation that he was never able to talk about. Don't feel you need to hide your Crohn's or colitis. Go to SpillYourGuts.org to learn more about the treatments available and even find a specialist. That's spillyourguts.org. Coming up, the Homeland Security Committee is expected to vote on articles of impeachment against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over his handling of the border. It's 12-13. Celebrate 65 years of Ailey magic when Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater takes the stage with show-stopping performances. Sure to thrill longtime fans and first-timers alike. Experience the latest premieres and contemporary favorites. Plus, Mr. Ailey's timeless masterpiece, Revelations. Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater in the Kennedy Center Opera House, February 6th through 11th. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America Network of Food Banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. WTOP and 7 News First Alert Weather. Up to the minute forecasts you can count on. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. It's 1215. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. Thanks for being with us. From movies like Xanadu in the 1980s to Roll Bounce in the early 2000s, roller skating has been a popular aerobic sport on and off screen for decades and has exploded in popularity among some Maryland senior citizens since the COVID-19 pandemic. Some local residents who started skating in the 1980s are joining senior skate groups to help them stay fit into their 60s and well beyond. The group that shows up, they look out for each other. They look forward to coming. Senior skater True Lestine Jefferson says, I still feel young. I feel like I'm in my 30s still. (laughs) David Adamy is the head skate instructor at Lanham Skate Center in Lanham. The health benefits are fantastic. Skating uses almost every muscle group in your body. This is part of our continuing coverage of people making a difference in our community. To find out more, go to WTOP.com. House Republicans have taken a significant step toward uh, doing something that it has not done in, in nearly 150 years. This week, members of the Homeland Security Committee are expected to vote on articles of impeachment against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over his handling of the border. 
Democrats say there is no evidence of any crimes. The Republican-led House Homeland Security Committee accusing Mayorkas of violating his oath of office by willfully and systemically refusing to comply with federal immigration laws and enact widespread detention of migrants amid the ongoing crisis at the southern border. In a statement, the Department of Homeland Security calling the impeachment a political stunt and evidence-free. Adding the standard set by Republicans would mean, quote, Congress should have impeached every DHS secretary since the department was founded. That's ABC's Jay O'Brien. Some recent research fakery, as it's been called at a leading cancer institute, have turned a spotlight on scientific integrity. There are amateur medical detectives who are blowing the whistle on manipulation of images and other irregularities in published scientific research. One of them, 32-year-old Sholto David of Wales, is a scientist and a sleuth who flagged issues that he found with images posted in more than two dozen published papers by scientists at the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, which is affiliated with Harvard University. Many of those images appear to have duplicate segments that would make the scientists results on cell research look even stronger the cancer institute's now requesting six retractions and 31 corrections i'm jackie quinn a quick look at the story we're working on at wtop three u.s service members are dead and at least 25 more injured in a drone strike on a remote base in jordan keep it here for full details on this story in the minutes ahead traffic and weather on the eights ken berger and the wtop traffic center Thank you, Stephanie. Quite right around the Capitol Beltway, uh, those two lanes that were uh, shut down between uh, Georgia Avenue and Connecticut Avenue have been reopened as they finished the pothole patching operations, at least for a little while. So you're seeing no delays anywhere on 495, whether in Maryland or in Virginia, with all lanes clear. Also in Virginia, we are seeing some wet roadways remaining from the uh, rains from earlier. Looks like much of that rain has moved up, but we still see a mist here and there. Also some uh, patchy ground fog. So again, just take it easy as you make your way around. You might encounter slick roadway because of the high rains or because of the wet uh, roadways because of the rains and sometimes that rain does mix with some oil on the roadways causing a little bit of slippery rides again just be careful as you make your way around at the bay bridge all lanes are open both eastbound and westbound two to kent island three back to sandy point though there is some patchy ground fog at the bridge preventing any kind of overnight road work and things are looking good on 50 from the capitol beltway to the bay bridge also in maryland 95 and 295 clear between the two beltways You'll find no delays anywhere on 270, leaving Bethesda heading up to Frederick. In the district, the southeast-southwest freeway wide open between 14th Street to the 11th Street Bridge. Third Street Tunnel open in either direction between the freeway and New York Avenue. Likewise, DC 295 running in the clear, both sides between the 11th Street Bridge and the city-county line. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Mostly cloudy skies to start your Monday out there. Roads still a little wet from the rain last night, but it is over with and has pushed away. Temperatures this morning, mid to upper 30s as you're heading outside. So pack a coat today because it's going to be a bit of a blustery afternoon. We're going to see a mix of sun and clouds throughout the day. Northwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour will make those 40s feel more like the 30s with the wind chill. Later on tonight, those winds will calm down and we're looking at mostly cloudy skies. Temperatures dipping in the mid 30s. Some areas might get below freezing, just barely though. 
Tuesday looks partly sunny with temperatures back into the mid-40s. And for Wednesday, we're tracking the chance for some isolated wintry mixed showers for your Wednesday morning commute. Overall, though, a really low-impact system. Temperatures, mid-40s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mar Pena, the First Alert Weather Center. Can closing the lid after using the toilet prevent the spread of viruses? You'll be surprised at the answer. 1221. Animals are languishing in U.S. shelters, especially dogs who look a certain way. These dogs are just as deserving of loving homes as any type of dog, which is why we decided to help them get out of kennels. Join the thousands of supporters of our mission to help us expand our national reach and proudly place more dogs from kennels into their forever homes. To learn more about our mission, please visit us at kennel2couch.org. As veterans, we're no strangers to helping others. That's what we were taught, service before self. But we do have one question for the veterans listening. When is the last time you reached out for help? If you or someone you know needs resources, whether it's for stress, finances, employment, or mental health, don't wait. Reach out. Find more information at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. If you're new to WTOP, welcome. This is where you'll hear news that impacts you. We are hearing about an incident in Bethesda. A storm system is moving across northern Virginia. Two crashes on I-270 with two lanes blocked. Here's the latest expert advice on college admissions. A new drug for Alzheimer's is offering new hope. If you've been relying on WTOP News for years, thank you for being a loyal listener. WTOP News. Facts matter. I heard it on WTOP. This is WTOP News. It's 1222. Time to talk toilets. There are two types of people, those who close the lid when flushing and those who do not. But is one safe when it comes to letting the spread of viruses? Studies in the past have shown closing the lid before and stop a germy mist from spreading. But now a study has been done to see if that holds true when it comes to virus. The University of Arizona looked into that, doing the stinky study on both public and home toilets. The study results published in the American Journal of Infection Control showed it made no difference if the lid was up or down. The viruses were found on walls, floors, and the toilet seat was the most contaminated. Now, another finding, though, was if you use a brush and toilet bowl cleaner, that reduced viral contamination on the toilet by almost 100%. Happy scrubbing. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. King cakes stolen in New Orleans. Here's CBS's Matt Piper. A man broke into the bittersweet confections bakery and before walking out with cash and alcohol, he decided to grab a handful of king cakes. The suspect in a hoodie and a surgical mask was seen on surveillance leaving the New Orleans bakery with as many king cakes as he could grab. The cakes are among the foods most associated with carnival in New Orleans. The rings of pastry are adorned with purple, green and gold sugar or icing and they often have a tiny plastic baby hidden inside as a prize. Our king cakes are just that good, the bakery wrote on social media, but please come and just purchase one during our regular store. Hours. Matt Piper, CBS News. The carnival in New Orleans continues until Mardi Gras, known as Fat Tuesday, which is the final day of feasting, drinking, and revelry before Ash Wednesday and the fasting associated with Lent. It was another quiet weekend at the movie theaters, but what action there was created quite a buzz. 
have laws for these things. Until they fail, then you have me. The beekeeper earned another $7.4 million in North America in its third week of release, according to studio estimates. It barely edges out Mean Girls with $7.3 million to take the number one spot at the box office. There were not a lot of wide releases this weekend, so the rest of the top five are movies already out. Wonka was third, Migration was fourth, and Anyone But You was fifth. I'm Archie Zaroleta. A popular actor just snagged a couple.